Hey guys, we're back in the kitchen again. It's Carolyn of Chili Bakes and it's summer. Well, it's almost summer. I was outside the other day in my garden, which is a little bit ramshackle, but I'm still gonna call it a garden. And the strawberries I put in last year that didn't give any strawberries, I had about six, so I was very excited. So I was outside, it was warm. I think I was either barefoot or I had sandals and I was eating strawberries out of the garden. So nothing says summer much more than that, right? Like that's just the quintessential summer experience outside in the grass and the beautiful air eating fresh fruit. So we're making strawberry shortcake today because that's one of those lovely um, desserts that's so good with the fresh, fresh strawberries that you can only get in summer. So I'm really excited to be baking this with you. It's a, it's a very simple recipe actually and it's uh, based on biscuits and we've already made biscuits last time so this is going to be just like cake for you guys. So um, yeah, the strawberry shortcake I make is not the spongy, um, like weird flattened ring that you get in the grocery store that's spongy, that's been cooked God knows when, right? Um, the strawberry shortcake I like to make is basically like a sweetened biscuit. So it has a crispy or like a little bit of a crusty top and sugar or cream that on top is what I like to do if, you know, if I have it on hand. It's still delicious without a slightly sweetened, um, enriched biscuit. And then I split it, add fresh, um, slightly macerated strawberries, which is a complicated term for something really uncomplicated. And then we have fresh whipped whipped cream. Of course, you could make these um, vegan if you want, and you could use coconut cream. Um, yeah, and I'll talk about that later. So I'm excited to dive into this episode, but first I want to thank everyone who's here listening again with me. Oh my gosh, you guys are so sweet. I've had the nicest listeners and the nicest reviews, and so thank you so much. I hope you're getting as much out of this as I am, and I'm just thrilled to share what I know with you and be with you a couple times a month. Anyway, um, I'm on Instagram. You can catch me any anytime. I'm always there baking more stuff than I bake on the podcast, so you could check me out there. I have a website associated with the podcast, so you can see all those beautiful photos and actually listen to episodes there at um, www. Oh my gosh, you need the www. Otherwise, it doesn't work. ChiliBakesGlutenFree.com, so you could check that out. I'm starting a blog, so I'm trying to add extra recipes there. So. It's getting there, but um, check it out. Let me know what you think. Contact me. Leave me a message. You can DM me on Instagram. I have a Facebook group. There's all kinds of ways you can find me and we can connect. So um, I'd love to hear what you're doing and uh, let me be your GFBFF. That's kind of corny, but whatever. I'm going to go with it. All right. So um, rate, subscribe, review if you're excited to listen. I'd love to hear from you guys. And um, it, it, makes me thrilled to know that maybe I'm helping someone and I can bring some enjoyment and some good gluten-free bakes to your life. All right, guys, as per usual, we're going to start with the dry and I'm going to put the dry in a larger bowl. I know I usually do this the other way around, but we are going to cut in the butter. So I want to use a bigger bowl so it's not flying everywhere when I do that. So the dry ingredients are, um, oh, let me start with where I got the recipe. So this is inspired from a recipe for biscuits from The Joy of Cooking which is one of my favorite old cookbooks that I grew up using. So we're going to, um, it's inspired by the buttermilk biscuits recipe. So we're making shortcakes, which are basically like enriched biscuits. So we're going to start with the dry and it's two cups of cup for cup gluten-free flour. That's my favorite uh, flour. I have made biscuits with the ancient grains cup for cup, which is really good. And it gives it a heartier, um, 
what am I trying to say, texture and flavor. It is also vegan. This flour, uh, the multi-purpose flour, does have some milk powder in it. So if you are trying to avoid milk or animal stuff, uh, you could use the ancient grains. I've also used King Arthur flour, their gluten-free flour, and it seems to work fine too. All right, so two cups of gluten-free flour of your choice, and we're gonna scoop and measure because we don't wanna pack that in too much, otherwise we have way too much dry. So there's one cup, and there's two. Okay, so the next thing we are gonna do is add a half a cup of almond or oat flour. If you can't have almonds, you can use oats. You could use all of the gluten-free flour if you want to, but I like the added texture, protein, whatever, of oat flour or almond flour. I think it really adds to the recipe. And the next thing is one teaspoon of mochi flour, which is sweet rice flour. And I like to add that for a little bit of extra chew. Okay, so we're on the dry ingredients. We just finished adding the mochi flour, which I add for extra chew. And now we're on to the uh, salt. We'll do half a teaspoon of salt here. And I just use regular, you know, iodized salt, a small grain salt because I don't want big grains in here. All right, so that's half a teaspoon of salt. Put that away, and then we're on to the leavening. So we have uh, a teaspoon and a half of baking powder. One. And we can find a quarter cup measure, quarter teaspoon measure. That's one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, and then baking soda is a half a teaspoon. And this is the tricky guy that always gets the lumps, so I crush the lumps first in my palm. I just measure that baking soda right into my palm, crush it with the back of the measuring spoon, and scrape it in. Because, you know, if you know me at all, I don't like sifting. <laughs> I don't like sifting. Okay, there you go. That's a half teaspoon. I'm putting this to the side. Right here. And then we're just going to mix the, the dry ingredients together to get the uh, leavening and the salt firm, uh, incorporated nicely. Okay. And then we're gonna cut in the butter. And I have a half a cup of cold butter. You want cold butter, you could use vegan butter, so you can make these vegan. Um, and you want to cut it up into chunks so it's easier to mix in. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, you could use a pastry blender, which is a tool with lots of like dull blades that kind of crush it and mix it in. You could use a fork. I used a fork for many, many years. You can use your fingertips. You don't want to melt the butter. So if your hands are warm, that's not the best idea. So um, I'm going to use my fingertips today. And it just takes a few minutes because the butter's cold, and what we want, the end result is to have, it looks crumbly, but there can be some bigger chunks of butter. So that's what we're going for here. And it helps give a biscuit that biscuity texture, or shortbread in this case. Oh dang, I forgot the sugar. Ha! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut in the butter and then I'll add the sugar. Don't let me forget. Mm. I knew I'd forget something, and you know what else I forgot? Seriously, I know you know it what I forgot, because I forget it literally every episode. I forgot to preheat the oven. 
So I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to stop and I'm turning on the darn oven. Okay, so I preheated the oven. I, I just turned it on to 400 degrees. I'm going to add the sugar. Uh, the, I just started adding, cutting in the butter, but I'm going to add the sugar because I forgot that. So it's four tablespoons of sugar. One, two, three, four. You could add less if you want it. I want it I want it sweet, but not too sweet, but I don't want it to just taste like a biscuit either. All right, so I'm just going to stir that in because the sugar's not going to do anything. And my butter was almost incorporated here. And then, then we're almost done with the dry. As soon as this butter gets mixed in, we'll be done with the dry. And then we're seriously almost done. If you haven't listened to uh, any of my episodes before, sometimes the mixing times for things are shortened because you probably don't want to hear me mix for minutes. So it's probably just a couple minutes to get this incorporated. Okay, so it's crumbly, but there's a few chunks of butter and then we're done. So I'm gonna put this in the fridge while I do the wet ingredients and wait for the oven to heat up because you do want this to stay cold. You don't want the butter to be room temperature. You want it to be cold chunks when it goes in the oven. All right, guys, I put the uh, dry mixture with the butter cut in. I stuck it in the freezer, actually. Uh, I just want to keep it cold, uh, keep that butter nice and cold. And so now it's onto the wet. So um, I'm using buttermilk. You could make sour milk by using regular milk and adding a little either vinegar, like a teaspoon of vinegar or a teaspoon or two of lemon juice to it, just curdle it, because it's going to react with the soda. Um, and you could do the same thing if you're doing it vegan and doing it with vegan milk. You could add a little um, vinegar or lemon juice or whatever. Um, in addition, if you were going to make this vegan, um, you don't have to add the egg. You could add, it's about three and a half tablespoons of volume. So you could add some more, um, you know, nut milk or oat milk or whatever to it. Um, and I'm not sure, some of those have different, um, I want to say wetness. I'm thinking viscosity. So some of them are a lot more liquidy, so you might have to play a little bit to get the texture you want. Um, but uh, I'm using buttermilk today, so we're doing three quarters a cup of buttermilk. I'm gonna shake that a little bit. And I'm adding it to a small bowl. So one, two, three. Okay, there's the buttermilk. And we're adding applesauce which normally you don't add to biscuit or shortbread dough, but I add it because with gluten-free, it helps it keep it more moist and you really don't uh, notice it. So we're gonna use two tablespoons of applesauce, which I find is kind of a sweet spot for this because it still keeps the biscuit texture, but has the added benefit of the fruit in there. Put that away. And then we're gonna add an egg. I'm gonna add an egg, or you could add extra, you know, like I said, nut milk or vegan yogurt or something else, about three and a half tablespoons. All right, and then I'm just gonna whisk it together. Okay, so that's, give it another stir here. That's pretty much mixed. Um, the oven is hot. Yeah, so I'm making pretty basic flavored uh, shortbread. I don't want a bunch of other flavors. I could add lemon in them, but I like to add lemon juice in with my strawberries and the sugar that I put inside. So I don't want lemon in the shortbread and lemon in the strawberries. I like like a plain shortbread and a vanilla 
little bit sli slightly sweetened whipped cream and then lemon in the fruit. So that's what I'm going for today. Of course, you can add whatever you want, which is the joy of baking your own stuff, right? Is you get to make those choices. Like, do I want lemon zest in here? Yes. Do I want lemon juice, right? Do I want cinnamon? Do I not want it? So anyway, those are all up to you and I'm going to get the dry now. Okay, so we're fishing the um, dry ingredients with a cut-in butter out of the freezer. Digging out is a better term because I had to, it's hard to fit things. Is your, is your freezer always full? It seems like mine always has things in there of odd shapes and then um, I can't get anything out of it. So, all right, so this is nicely chilled and then we're just gonna dump the wet in to the dry. Um, yeah, when we're dumping the wet into the dry and then we're gonna mix it, just barely mix it. Um, and it'll get thicker as you mix. The spatula. Of course, I've used all my spatulas. So I have to look in my second place for spatulas. Do you guys have a, um, a thing on your countertop with utensils? My mom always did. And so I have a drawer with all these fun stuff in it and also a thing on my counter. I don't know what works for you in your kitchen, but I like that. Okay, so we're just going to stir this in. Make sure you get the bottom so there's not a dry spot. All right, and this dough is a little wetter than some doughs, but it'll be fine. Okay, now here's where you have choices. Normally, if I'm making shortcake and I'm not gonna photograph it like what I'm gonna do today, or I don't wanna, I don't care if it's fancy or not, what I use is my big scoopy scoop. It's like a three tablespoon scoop, or you could use uh, two spoons together and make it like drop biscuits. Just drop them onto a cookie sheet and then um, cook them that way. I'm contemplating, yeah, I probably wanna roll these out. So I'm gonna get a, I have a countertop that I can pat these out. So I'm gonna dust it with flour. Try not to get it on my phone here, which is not good. Dust it with flour and I'm gonna turn it all out. You just need to pat it out. So make sure you have enough flour on your surface that it's not gonna stick or not stick too badly. And then I'm gonna pat it out to about mm, three quarters to a half an inch thick with floured hands, of course, or they're gonna stick. And there we go. Just gonna kinda pat it out a little bit. It's a little wet, so I'm not worrying about the amount of flour. Normally, I'm worried more about that, okay. All right, I've made a huge mess of my hands. Let me go take care of this. Okay, so I'm I'm using a cookie cutter to cut them out. I patted them about three quarters to an inch um, thick. And when you cut them out, you want to try to cut them out in a way that um, you can cut as many out as possible without re-rolling them. The dough does always get a little tougher, a little drier because you need some flour in there. Um, so yeah, that's why I try to get as many out the first roll. But I do not waste the scraps. So this made about six. I have these hearts, kind of a big cute heart cut out that I'm using that I like to make shortcakes with. And then I'm just gonna put it together loosely, pat it into another circle with a little more flour if you need it. And I, I can cut out one more 
nicely and then there's something kind of ugly left over. <laughs> but we can use that too. So that's just going, sure, let's just put that on the rack. And we're going to put it in a 400 degree oven. It'll cook about 10 to 15 minutes. I would, depending on how big they are. So these are about mm, three to four inches, two inches tall. And um, I'm sorry, they're about three quarters of an inch thick and they're maybe three inches, three and a half inches wide and they're heart shaped. So I think these will probably cook about 10 to 12 minutes, but I don't know. And depending on how you roll them out, it'll make a difference how quick they cook. And it's at 400 degrees, so they're gonna cook quickly. So you might wanna check them, just peek. You can always peek. I'd rather overcheck than overbake every time. So they're going in. Okay. And if your oven does not cook evenly, which a lot of them don't, the heat source is at the back, you might wanna turn it once during the cooking time. So check it at five minutes. You can turn it and then cook it the remainder of the time. Can I just say this is not one of my best baking days? <laughs> so I forgot to brush the tops of the biscuits with uh, cream and sugar. So I hurriedly grabbed them out of the oven and did that. You don't have to do it. It usually helps them brown better. Yeah, so it's been one of those days where things are going kooky, but that's okay. You know, I'll still have something edible um, when I'm done and maybe you can learn from my mistakes or maybe you can laugh from my mistakes. So we'll see. I'm uh, gonna peek at my shortcakes here that are like halfway through and make sure they're not completely browned on the backside here because, you know, those ovens do weird stuff. Okay. All right, and they're gonna continue cooking. So you know they're cooked when they're uh, golden brown around the edges and they're, you know, if you tap the center, if it completely sinks and doesn't come up at all, then it's not done and it needs a little more time. So I'm sure I feel confident about doing that. This is, now is a good time uh, to wash your strawberries and um, some people like to macerate them, which means to like um, cut them up and then you soak them in sugar and you get like that syrupy stuff um, and you kind of squish them a little bit. Um, at least that's what I believe it means. Anyway, um, I like to just have my strawberries only slightly mixed with sugar. So I mix mine with sugar to taste. So it's usually, I don't know if I'm going to serve four people, maybe it's a tablespoon, maybe it depends on the sweetness of the strawberries. A tablespoon of sugar and then like a squeeze or two of lemon. And I just slice up the strawberries however you like them. Either, um, I kind of like them the long ways. And, um, and then I just, once they're mixed up and the sugar is dissolved, it's good to go for me. You, if you like them smushier, then by all means make them far ahead of time. Um, I also like to mix up the berries. I like to make a mixed berry shortbread. I like a peach shortbread. I like um, a strawberry blueberry, especially on 4th of July because it's like red, white, and blue. Yeah. Um, so that's what I like to do. The cream I like to use is heavy cream. Um, obviously, if you're a vegan, you could use coconut cream or something else, uh, maybe a vegan yogurt. Um, but I like the heavy cream with a little uh, dash of vanilla and about hmm, maybe a tablespoon of powdered sugar. And so that's how I'm going to serve mine. 
I'd love to hear how you like your strawberry shortcake. Did you guys grow up uh, eating homemade shortcake or did you grow up and uh, buy them at the store or maybe you didn't grow up eating them at all? I think it's a great treat. It's kind of weird. In a way, it's kind of weird because it's like a warm biscuit or not warm. It doesn't have to be warm with fresh fruit smushed in the middle. And um, I was going to say cottage cheese, but what I meant was uh, powdered, no, the other thing, whipped cream. So I don't know if it's uniquely American or not, but I think it, it always reminds me of summer, and I love to have it on 4th of July. It's just one of those things. Um, as soon as the weather heats up, I think, ooh, if they're amazing strawberries, I think I need a strawberry, strawberry, I can't even say it, strawberry shortcake, because it's just, I don't know, it reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of running around barefoot and getting dirty, trying not to get bee stings in the grass or whatever. I think there were more bees then, but anyway, um, yeah. What are your childhood memories? What are the things you grew up loving to eat? Um, I'd love to hear about them, and I'd love to try to make some of them if uh, you guys want to let me know. All right, so I'm going to check these, and I'm going to get back to you. Okay, guys, they came out of the oven. They took about 13 minutes for the size I made. They were golden brown on top, and then if you pressed in the middle, they pressed back a little bit, so they didn't smush down. So that's two ways you can check on those. Um, they cook pretty hot, so just keep an eye on them. Uh, these came out really well. Um, I plated mine up with some strawberries I cut up with fresh, uh, I added fresh lemon juice, just a bit of sugar to taste, and then I whipped up some heavy whipping cream with a little vanilla and a little powdered sugar. So here's my taste. Um, it looks good. There's a biscuity crust on the top. It's golden brown. The whipped cream is super thick and creamy. Mm. And the strawberry is sweet and a little bit tart with a little lemon. It's so good. It's such a summer dessert. It really reminds me of being a kid, and it's one of my favorite things to eat when it's hot out. So I really think you'll enjoy this recipe. Mm. The shortbread itself is light, but it's rich. It's a little bit sweet, but not too sweet for the berries and the whipped cream. I don't think anything um, overshadows the other one. Sorry, I got a swallow there. Um, I really like it with blueberries and strawberries or peaches, nectarines, any kind of fresh fruit. Although I haven't tried it with pineapple or mango, but it might be good. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy this recipe as much as I do. I've been taking pictures of it and haven't eaten it, so I'm sitting here talking about it and still not eating. So um, the next episode is June. We're making peanut butter cookies, um, and I like the big peanut butter cookie where it's kind of crisp and crumbly around the outside, but it has a bit of chew as well. So that's what we're making June 19th in my kitchen, so I'd love it if you want to join me come back. We'll make something else amazing. I'd love to hear about your bakes in the meantime. Contact me, leave me a message, show me pictures of stuff you bake. I'm really excited to learn and I'd love to hear, um, you know, about your baking adventures or things you want recipes for that you don't. Love to hear all that stuff. Anyway, thanks so much for joining me again on Chili Bakes and I will be talking to you soon. I'm going to go eat that shortcake before um, it gets too soggy. You guys have a good day. Bye.